Peace, 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 family. How are you all doing today? My name is Keisha. I'm the owner of A Way of Life. I'm a career and business coach using astrology. Today, I will be discussing Jupiter going into Aries. Um, this happens on May 10th. This could be a new start to something in your life. Jupiter rules abundance, expansion, development, growth, education, wisdom that you gained, and how you move through life with ease, right? Because you know things, right? This is like the guru energy where they just kind of wander around with such grace and ease and you ask them questions and they just are so knowledgeable about things that they have been through, you know, your experiences and what you've learned through your experiences in some way, shape or form, um, you know, living life gives you wisdom, right? And um, it's going to be a huge energy shift because we've had Jupiter in Pisces, which is a completely different energy. And now we are combining two air elements, uh, Jupiter being the uh, ruler of Sagittarius and another fire sign, Aries. Uh, you can imagine that the upward spiral of energy, upliftment, um, optim optimism, and uh, just feeling really good and adventurous. Uh, those themes for sure are going to grow tremendously. Now, I did do a video on this that you can find um, at the top of my page. I will make sure that I'll have that video set there for you to watch when I talked about the history and some of the things that have come up the last time we had Jupiter in Aries, when that was. Um, and some of those things, you'll, as you can imagine, if you've been listening to me long enough, you know some of these themes will um, come up, but in different ways for different reasons. You know, it's a different time and things of that nature. But I would definitely go back to listen to that video I did for the yearly horoscopes of 2022 because, you know, um, from a world perspective, Jupiter being a worldly planet, um, you definitely want to know what to expect from that. It can be very tumultuous. Um, I also did some Mars and um, just, the, just focused on the planet Mars um, videos so that you know what to expect from Mars being the ruler of Aries, uh, especially with this eclipse of Scorpio coming up because Mars is the ancient ruler of Scorpio. Um, you know, I, I don't want to do the whole scaremonger thing, you know, I don't, I'm not trying to put people in fear, but you should definitely be aware, right? That's all the astrology really is about is helping people be aware of what to expect, how to protect yourself and how to make decisions around that, right? For whatever it is that you got planned because on the upswing to all of that, um, you better believe this is going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> if you played your cards right and you've been taking that Capricorn energy that we've had all through November, December, January, even February, and really leveled up 
and upgraded yourself and really did the work and took your time and asked the right questions, made the right changes. Listen, you're in for a treat. So um, please like, share, subscribe, family, hit the notifications bell uh, so that you can be notified every time we go live. We really would love to have you as a part of the crew. And so, um, Jupiter and Pisces has been about dreaming big, right? Now, with Jupiter being in Aries, it's about taking action, you know, um, motivation, um, having the motivation to take action and the inspiration to make that dream a reality. This is going to develop a new path. Some of us have already kind of seen this. We know what this is. We're feeling it. We've been feeling it underneath, under the surface, right? Because we've been doing a lot of inner work with all of the Pisces and Scorpio energy for sure. Um, and just the retrogrades in, in general, even with all that Capricorn energy, it was about being internal and doing the work internally. Um, and so we've got some ideas for sure. People have dreams, you know what you want, you know what's been coming up for you, but maybe perhaps for one reason or another, you haven't really been able to move with them. And that's what's going to shift and change with this Aries energy. All these planets moving into Aries. We've already had Venus on um, May 2nd and now the 10th. Uh, with Jupiter, and I believe at the end of the month on the 24th is uh, Mars, which is its own ruling planet, which you can imagine, that's really going to push us forward. So, um, yeah, um, a lot of good things to come for sure. And so uh, developing this new path, uh, giving you the confidence and learning to listen to your own needs. Now, uh, we know as Aries, this is all about the self. It can be seen as very selfish. Um, but, and I've talked about this, this is why I did the energy, all the videos on Mars, so we can really understand what Mars means. It's not necessarily about being uh, selfish, but um, on a broader scale, this is about knowing what you need to make sure you're attracting the right people, right? That's very important. We're talking about that and assessing, assessing that and reevaluating that with Venus now in Aries. You know, um, this is about your partnerships, your all relationships, marriage, um, your, your relationship to money. And is that balanced? You know, why do you want these things? Because if you're doing it for any ego, things or to flaunt it, you know, and be all super cool on social media, well, you're going to get challenged here, right? And so what's the underlying need for your relationships to things, right? And really understanding what that is. Um, so May 10th to July, uh, it's going to be go time with this energy and your goals. And then it'll go retrograde in July till October 28th. And at that point, it will move back into Pisces, where we'll finish off wrapping up those lessons from Jupiter and Pisces and that dream, reevaluating, assessing it. And then it'll go back into Aries, December 21st or 22nd, something like that. And it'll stay there until May of 2023. So um, this time is going to give us a glimpse of more of what to expect and even growing more into what to expect 
um, in January. I'd even say February because the debris will move. So we might start this off in the house of Pisces and where that energy is at. Like for example, mine is at the late degree of the sixth house. And so once it moves into that 10, 11, 12 degree and so on and so forth, um, that moves me into the seventh house. And so then I'll be getting blessings and working towards partnerships, blah, 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 right? And so this is kind of like taking in the Pisces energy and what we covered, what we learned and moving forward with that. And then we get that nice little retrograde that says reassess that before we even get to move forward with all of that, which is really, really nice, I think. Um, that's how you learn to love the retrogrades. You know, when they come back, when you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think another way to look at this is um, assessing your work area of life and where you're a leader, where you're becoming a boss, standing on your ground, your worth, your values, uh, whatever culture or, again, new goals or things that you've cultivated with all these changes over the last few years is very important to talk about. And so Jupiter, I do think it's going to usher in self-employment. Now, I'm always ahead of myself, but I really want you guys to think. It depends. If you are somebody who feels like you're not in um, position to um, not work, for somebody else, right? Because we know that that goal, uh, everybody can't, doesn't want to be in business, right? That's not everybody's goal. And that's fine, right? But you you are going to have to understand that the world is changing, right? These, these aren't things that are just happening to us internally, um, outwardly, and then we get to live those things out in the 3D. But this is also globally, and so that's another reason why I say go back and listen to the video that I did in 2022, where I talk about this from more of a global perspective. I, I can't make this up, family. I know y'all be like, he should look, I don't got time to be listening to all your damn videos. And that's fine. I completely understand it. But this is, I think this is why you should, you know that we've had a massive amount of change around jobs, job stability, and then we still have Pluto and Capricorn finishing up and wrapping up its last bit of um, uh, degrees in that, that transit. And I really, and I did the video on Pluto going retrograde. I really feel like Pluto is going to be going back over this with Jupiter and Aries. This is self-employment. It's going to be considered because if you've been listening to me for a long time, I've talked about this, that what people are going to begin to realize after everything that happened with COVID is that it's going to be cheaper to employ people from home. Eventually, we'll get there eventually. It might take a while. I know I'm a lot ahead of myself, but you underlying issues that are happening throughout these transits, that's the bottom line. This is going to usher in some kind of self-employment if you don't have your own business, which is something like running your own business. And so for the people who don't have that kind of mindset and intention, this can be really hard, which is why I played that video, the intro video at the beginning of this video, uh, because I'll help you find your life purpose through your chart that's specifically directed to you. And we can set up a plan 
on how to do that and uh, how to be successful in this time of change. It is coming. I feel like I've been saying that and maybe, you know, some people can't really see it. They don't really care. You know, whatever the deal is, um, you know, I would just hate for people to kind of get stuck because of their lack of beliefs, which is another thing that we're really addressing with the Scorpio South Node, because we're talking about, I mean, even the Taurus North Node, uh, if you want to get real technical on the lower vibrations of Taurus, I mean, depending on how you look at it, it doesn't like change. It's like, why do we have to change if things were fine just the way they were? Were they? Were they? Because we're in the age of Aquarius. We have Saturn in Aquarius and Saturn's wrapping up his transit there as well, making sure that, you know, you're challenging yourself to become some kind of self-employment. You know, just remember all the skills. This is literally how I started my own business because I had been working for so long. I was like, oh, you know, it kind of all of those duties and responsibilities you have at work are literally steps to help you start your own business or be self-employed. You know what you have to do. Now you just have to change your mindset to match that so that when you see it on paper, you can delegate things that you do already. So this is like taking uh, your hobbies and the things that you love to do and turning that into some kind of self-employment. Now, another way to look at this, if you feel like you're struggling with this and this is not your, your speed, your mojo, is shared things. So they have online assistance. Um, uh, I think that's the name of them. Don't quote me on that. I, I should probably get the right name. But the bottom line is, is that they have services out there that you can pay for to help you set up your dream, right? And so they'll functionally run it for you and do the business for you um, so that you can bring in the revenue, um, but then you got to pay for it. So this Taurus and North Node is the idea around, you know, um, having to spend money to make money. And this is why I've been talking about money. And maybe I should have been a little bit more uh, clearer. Okay. Because I know people are like, nobody cares about money. Bah, 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 bah. And I get it. I, I understand. I'm not a money hungry person. I just know financially living in this made up world, this make believe world, money is very important right? Because that's what their beliefs are. That's their culture. And when in Rome, right, you do as the Romans do if you want to survive. And so if they, if all of their structures break down, it, now the question becomes, how do you survive? And so uh, you can totally go out and get, there are a lot of businesses out there that will run your business for you. Or your, take your idea and, you know, turn it into a business for you. This is all the Saturn and Aquarius, Aquarius, age of Aquarius themes that it wants you to do anyways. Um, and there are multiple different ways to do that. This is just one example that um, you should uh, really think about and consider um, how you want to do that. Because energetically, what's going to happen over time, especially with the Scorpio North Node, and I'm going to talk about this in the, another video next week, and really break down the energetic field of this all, is that you're not going to want to do it anymore. And so when the energy elevates, this is as above, so below, uh, as within, so without. 
I'm telling you right now, you might think that you can keep up these old ways and still survive. You will, it's going to be a slow, painful death, right? Because you refuse to evolve. And that's the lesson of the lower vibrations of fixed energy. You know, the only thing that's consistent is change. You know, um, you have to uh, change with the times, whether you like them or not. And so uh, I hope that that gives you some reprieve around this. Just start thinking differently. Challenge yourself. If you have questions, family, reach out. You know, even if it's not me, find somebody else who's in business um, to kind of help you start to cultivate this in your mind. And trust me, the energy is going to tap in. When you tap in, it's like when the student's ready, the teacher shows up. And um, you'll get to that place where the information will become readily available to you. So don't worry about that. You know, that's another thing we're letting go of fear. Um, and so um, there's a lot to that. I really can talk about this all day as a coach. This is my thing right here. Like I, all day, I could do this all day. <laughs> But I think those are some of the most important things that you want to remember um, for this Jupiter and Aries thing. Um, and then if you go back and think uh, at the beginning of Aries season, which was March 20th or the 21st, the spring equinox, um, a new beginning was presenting itself at that time, right? Whatever that was, you'll get more clarity, more pieces to the puzzle, and begin to be able to build towards that. That goes back to Jupiter going over that same space right there. Just that end, that last degree of Pisces before it moves into Aries, you'll, you'll have the opportunity to go back and reevaluate, reassess what that was. Um, and, and if it's relevant. You know, because some of it you might not need. Uh, Pisces is a letting go energy too. Uh, surrendering is a better word for Pisces. You know, Pisces wants you to surrender to your spiritual warrior. You know, your spirituality, your faith, your intuition. What is your gut telling you to do? You know, what messages and visions are you receiving that are showing you the way? Are you ignoring those? And Again, hopefully you'll get the clarity from that Jupiter and Aries going back over that area to, to show you what was really happening for you so you can clear it up, work it out, and then you've got the retrograde to reassess again, um, uh, you know, whether it's important or not. And so... Um, it's also going to highlight the house that it was in. So like I explained about mines. So you got to remember, you're probably doing two houses here. So mines is in six. I'm a Libra rising. Um, I'll do, I'll do some, some videos, uh, single horoscopes. I'll work on that as soon as I get off the line here. And you'll have those hopefully by the end of the week. And I'll start dishing those, dishing those out so that you can have the horoscope specifically for this Jupiter transit, what two houses is probably most likely going to be playing between and um, what to expect between both houses. I'll, I'll do that. Um, and so Chiron has also been in this area um, of your chart as well. Now, I did a whole bunch of videos just like I did with Mars on Chiron because currently Chiron is in Aries. And I know this isn't something that I've been talking about a lot on here. This is a fairly new discussion, but not 
new to astrology. <laughs> it's just that Chiron is one of the dwarf planets. And so typically, depending on what questions you're asking when you're getting readings, these things are, un, you know, un, no, I don't want to say unimportant because that's not true. Um, it just depends on what you're looking for and what your interests are. And Chiron only specifically focuses on a specific area, right? And so it wouldn't come up unless that question was a part of your horoscope. And so, um, so Chiron has also been in this last degree here that we're talking about for um, this energy since 2018 until the beginning of this year, we have been going over this area of life. And so again, if you don't know what Chiron is, go check out those videos. I did Chiron through the houses. So you got to know your natal Chiron. And then I did another video on Chiron and Aries and what that means, what you're working through at this time. I would definitely, definitely, definitely check that those videos out. And um, um, Chiron shows you your triggers, your wounds, the vulnerabilities, fears, PTSD, trauma, rejection, abuse, abandonment, and uh, giving to others. Um, the lack of confidence, pain, insecurities, not knowing if you can do it on your own. And, and I, I think I mentioned this in another video. I can't remember which one. They're all kind of mixing together at this point. But um, I talked about this individuality about Aries and other videos too. This is not the Miss Independent shit. That culture, I am not in support of it, okay? That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is if you don't know who you are, how do you know what to ask for and what expectations do people can people have of you to know what you want? That frequency, that level, that inner knowing of thyself, right? High vibrational stuff here. You have to get familiar with that family because uh um, and I'll talk, I might be repeating myself here because uh, Chiron changes your frequency. So once you finish and wrap up the lessons of Chiron, you are going to begin to bring in the energy of the people that you've elevated to, right? And it's going to be fast. It's going to happen fast. It's going to be exciting and shocking. And you want to be ready for that. And you have to know what that is. This is like, you know how like if people... Um, Anybody who's in business, if you go to like an event or something, people always say you got to have your 60 minute pitch. You, you got to know what that is like, like it's clockwork, like right off the bat. Hi, my name is Keisha. I'm the owner of A Way of Life. I'm a career business coach using astrology, right? We help you elevate in your purpose in this lifetime. You have to know what that is. Like you have to know who you are, live it, love it, be it, get grounded in it, be unapologetic about it in a nice way, right? This is high vibration Aries and Mars energy where you know who you are and you can say no without feeling bad or guilty about it, right? It's very important to remember that. And so, um, oof. And, you know, again, asking if you're strong enough, right? And so those are some of the things that Chiron has kind of been also challenging us 
to work through at this time. So we've been on this healing journey, who are you now, which reveals your superpowers and the key to your gifts, showing you that you're dependable, that you can do it on your own, developing independence, courage, confidence, a sense of self, um, and a new understanding of your skills and abilities. You might even find something new about yourself through this transit that you didn't know you had. Especially with Mars and Pisces at this time, it could be, um, you know, um, a spiritual gift, you know, like psychic intuition and stuff like that. Um, but it doesn't have to be. Literally, it could be anything. It really depends on where your natal Chiron is, what house it's in, and what house this is in for you. Um, okay. And so... Now, with that Jupiter energy coming together with this Chiron, uh, again, Jupiter becomes your, your cheerleader, you know, says you can do it now. You know, this is your support system and the expansion of that. Um, it has some gifts for you. It shows you, again, with grace and ease um, how to develop or your developmental skills and whatever this is for you, the next steps to your new path greater confidence. Now, the last time we had this um, transit was back in 2010 to 2011. Do you know I can't remember what the heck I was going through? Maybe I can, I'm just not trying hard enough. It's really making me angry. <laughs> the only thing I remember is after that, uh, what kind of transpired for my life in that point. But for some reason, 2010 and 2011 is all a blur. <laughs> Well, hopefully you guys aren't having that um, that same trouble, but uh, I like to usually have some kind of personal story and I literally, I, like I couldn't think of anything. I mean, I know that I was still doing this business. In fact, um, my business wasn't always a way of life. I think it was change over lifestyle. That's how it started. And I had some other stuff I was trying to bring in from the education I got from college and I don't want to say that that stuff wasn't relevant because I don't think that that's true. Uh, I also at that time was doing a lot more work with inmates and, you know, people who had released from prison after doing, you know, a life bit, you know, those were my lifers where I was doing a lot of work with them and building my business from that perspective. I was still doing career coaching and helping people start their own businesses, but then something happened after 2011. Why, I think I talked about this that I ran into Brian. I think it was 2012 or 2013, I met Brian and I started learning about finances and that changed everything. Not just the finances piece, but I also went to, um, no, that wasn't until later. I, I met, I started talking to Brian 2012 or 2013, and we only had that one meeting. And then I had to wrap up all the stuff from the, 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 the child support stuff I was going through. And I think that lasted a while. I think maybe 2016 to 2017, then me and Brian met up again. And that's when I started working on the finances um, I, in fact, I think I put my, I tucked my business away because I really started working towards my career coaching profession and grew within that from that time, from 2010, 2011. And I really had to wrap up that cycle through my job, my career that I had. Um, so, sorry, reflected in real time. Don't judge me. <laughs> I'm trying to help y'all understand. 
No, but really, I think it's important to kind of consider if you can remember what was happening for you at that time. It helps things make so much sense. So uh, I didn't mean to go off on that little tangent, though. And so um, Jupiter is going to lift you up and give you support that matches your new frequency now. And so you also want to look at the opposite sign to see what's helping to balance and heal you throughout these energies um, with this Aries activation coming up. And you want to look at uh, Libra. Libra is the opposite sign to um, Aries. And so Libra rules cooperation, sharing, partnering, uh, give and take. Um, um, on the lower vibration, this is where things are out of balance, no equal give and take. Um, going out of your way to keep others happy, codependency, doing things to keep the peace. Uh, but it's not truly you. You know, it's not true to you, your desires. We're talking about Venus here, um, your pleasure and what makes you happy, right? And that has to be a part of the game plan. Otherwise, I mean, down the line, you're bound to um, your foundation is bound to crack, right? And so then you'll have to go back and reassess this stuff anyway. So might as well start fresh from the beginning, right? And so um, developing the courage to say something, stand in it powerfully, even if it changes things, right? So you know how like if you've ever been in a position and I don't want to say it was a debate, but this is, you know, Libra here. We are talking about debates when we're talking about Libra. Um, is maybe if you were in a relationship or uh, some kind of business partnership and you come to realize that you guys really weren't seeing eye to eye, right? And you finally kind of put it out there like, no, I think this is what I want moving forward instead of that, because this is what I resonate with. Um, I think a better example of this is having conversations. I, I don't know why, and I've talked about this on this channel before, why people think that it's okay to have, an, to, have to argue with people. Um, and that's supposed to be normal. I don't know where we learned that from. Uh, and don't get me wrong, right? There's a, there's a, um, a thin line between this argument, right? But right off the rip, to be in a conversation or be confrontational with people all the time is like not a thing. <laughs> like that doesn't consist of being in a relationship. Like, yeah, you're not going to agree on everything, but it shouldn't always be an argument. There should be some kind of middle ground where you guys mutually agree on things so that then if arguments or disagreements do come in, it's like, okay, well, how can we kind of work around that? You know, the mature kind of conversations and debates and disagreements, I feel like we have no clue what the fuck that is. And we really think it's cool to be in conversations and come on and, um, and disagree with somebody because your, your views are different. Um, and I think to some extent, it's okay to, uh, to agree to disagree, but you really have to be careful with how far that particular relationship would move forward in your life, right? Like, is it okay, really, every fucking day to be with somebody who doesn't agree with what you want in your life? 
Like, think about that. That's just not fucking healthy. I'm sorry. I'm getting angry because I really feel like people believe this thing to be true. Um, it's not real. It's made up. And I think the problem is, is that it's such a thin line between this, this correlation that, you know, I don't know what else to say other than the fact that you really need to build with people who are going to elevate you in your challenges as opposed to intimidate, be competitive, um, question your every fucking move. Like, oh, I'm getting, I'm, I'm swearing and I'm getting angry because that shit is so unhealthy. Like that is not a real relationship. And so at some point, you got to get to the place in your life where you're like, okay, what is an elevated uh, relationship, partnership, marriage, in all of your relationships, friendships, coworkers, you know, what does that look like for you? If it consists of arguing for you and you like that type of thing, good for you. Um, I don't think so. I'm going to happily disagree with you that if I have to be with somebody who doesn't believe in my culture, my beliefs, what it is I'm trying to build, and they can't help me get their butt to argue with me, I'm not going to say that I'm not going to talk to that person anymore because I think that can be really ignorant because you could still learn stuff through this for sure, right? And that's what we're all here for. But at the end of the day, the bigger issue is not to be stuck in a place of disagreement, but to be in a place where you're allowed to grow and evolve. You know, that is the mission. Uh, all that other stuff is going to come naturally, but you're supposed to have some kind of tool, skills, structure within your life to help you move around those types of things, right? And so something to really think about there. Um, yeah, so this will definitely lead to attracting people who appreciate you, that resonate with you, that align with you, and are ready to do the same thing. Now relationships can grow. This can be, again, colleagues, friends, coworkers, people that you interact with, business partnerships, marriage, relationships. Um, they're going to feel this vibration of you that has changed and shift. And likewise, you're going to feel these things within others. And this leads to direct, clear communication. It doesn't waste time. And make things, it makes things clear and simple, unlike with that Pisces energy where we might have been in a murky, I don't know, flittering back and forth, um, you know, not getting answers right away. Um, you know, that's going to that's gonna be another energetic shift that I think that we'll all feel on a massive level. And it's going to be refreshing. Like I was saying before, it's fast moving and it might shock you, you know, like, oh, I've been waiting for somebody who knows what the fuck they want. <laughs> Let's do this shit, you know and make it a thing so y'all know i can talk forever that's just what i do i'll be back here working and shit you know <laughs> but i really like this transit though especially for air signs and fire signs we're gonna fucking kick ass y'all better watch the out okay i don't know about y'all but i'm gonna kick ass anyway <laughs> family I love and appreciate you. I hope you found this information helpful.
Peace.